Sometimes you just have to address things head on. Hey, I'm Pastor Isaac. I'm here with John O'Neill and welcome in to a very special episode of the Youth Ministry Podcast. Well, once again, this is going to be a very special episode of the Youth Ministry Podcast. I'm here with John O'Neill, and we are on set recording our Youth Ministry Live. And so it is going to be a total blast to have this go out to all of the youth groupers and their parents. Um, this is what we're addressing head on, and we're going to dig into the book of First Peter and look at what does Peter say is our hope in such an awkward and desperate time like right now is. And so um, the rest of this podcast is going to be what's come from our time together here that is broadcasted out live to our youth group. And so uh, we invite you to join in and listen in on this very special episode of the Youth Ministry Podcast. All right, guys. Well, hey, welcome to Youth Ministry Live. It's good to see you again. It's been a couple of weeks since the last time we were able to be together. Um, so I'm Pastor Isaac. I'm excited to be with you. And this is John. Hi. Yeah. So, hey, um, let's kind of cut straight to the point here. Weird world right now. Uh, very weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think one of the ways I saw it put best was the, the theater in Wellsboro said, we'll open back up when life doesn't seem like a movie. <laughs> That's it's fantastic. it's kind of crazy what's going on out there. It does in, right. a, in a in a way feel a little bit like something that you would see in a movie or read about in a book. Yeah, yeah, it is a very very strange time, and I think that there's a lot of us who are kind of wrestling with a lot of really tough questions right now because um, whether I mean it could even be you what you're going through like as a student. Um, with with being out of school, with being stuck home. I've talked with a lot of you who are social butterflies and are kind of upset that you can't Yeah, us extroverts are really struggling with this thing right yes, now. Yes, extroverts are struggling, and you introverts are like, what's different? Yeah, I don't know. The, the introverts are rejoicing <laughs> everywhere, saying, hey, this is great. Let's do this again next year. Right. <laughs> so it's, it's a little bit of a strange time, and we kind of wanted to come straight at that because, um, again, the world right now seems to be just spiraling a little bit, kind of like you just said, like it seems almost like it's a little bit of a movie. And so we wanted to take this time together for Youth Ministry Live and just talk about um, what we can really practically do to kind of process through mm -hmm. the world right now. And so I want to take a minute to also let you know about a resource that we are working very, very hard to produce every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and that is our Youth Ministry Podcast. So this Youth Ministry Live is actually going to be the podcast for this upcoming Friday, so two days from now. Um, these podcasts are releasing on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 9 o'clock a.m., and you can catch them pretty much anywhere that podcasts are available. My personal favorite is Spotify. Yeah, and us Apple users are grateful that it's now uh, available on, on iTunes. Yes, hey, it was a heck of a process to get um, a podcast. <laughs> I'm so glad we did that. <laughs> it's insane. So anyway, um, that's a really important resource that we're pushing out there, and it really is what we have as the primary way to try to help all of you regularly engage your mind in what's going on in the world right now. It really is tailored towards this whole coronavirus experience. Mm -hmm. It's not exclusively about that, but rather it's designed to help give you the tools to think through day by day, like how do I how do I go about dealing with all the stuff that's happening right yeah, now? Yeah, and what's great about it is, you know, we're gonna be getting together to do these. Um, feel free to give us some feedback. 
We yeah. want to hear from you guys too. We don't have to just talk about this. We can talk about whatever else is on your minds. Although I'm sure that this is pretty much the thing on yeah. everyone's minds. Right. Well, that and Tiger King. So <laughs> I'm sure people are probably talking about that a little bit right yeah, now. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. Are you like, like how many of you have binge watched it? That's the question. <laughs> Not in my house. No, no, not mine either. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it is kind of tough to focus on anything else right now. John and I were actually just talking about, like, um, even just turning on the news. It's, like, pretty grim. It's crazy. It is. Like, you turn on the news and it seems like our country is, like, spiraling into, like, chaos. But yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen any Mad Max uniforms yet, though, <laughs> so I think we're okay so far. That's fair. Um, well, let's, uh, let's jump in here. And I want to, again, the goal here is to kind of get some tools to handle day by day what's going to be unfolding even over the next few weeks last uh actually last time we did youth ministry live is about two weeks ago and we talked about a little passage um in john and we also talked about the life of job and how he had a really tough time and yet handled Mm -hmm. it appropriately um and so today i want to talk about a little passage um written by a man named peter Uh, so peter was actually with jesus during his earthly ministry he was a very, very good friend with Jesus and went on to be one of the uh, really key key people in the early church. Yeah, he, um, he, he was very close with Jesus, mm-hmm. and he did a lot. Uh, after He was one of the ones after Jesus um, went after he came back from the dead and met with the disciples and then was ascended into heaven. Uh, Peter was one of the first to really go out and and start working towards building the church. Yeah, yeah. He, I think he probably gave one of the first sermons. It's actually yeah. kind of it's neat to listen to. That's in like the book of Acts in the Bible. If you wanted to see that, um, but so Peter wrote two um, unique letters to some churches. And what we're going to talk about comes out of the first letter he wrote, which is the book of 1 Peter, which is found in the Bible. And so um, we're just going to kind of just chat through this passage here in the first chapter. Um, And Peter actually kind of comes right at this whole idea of handling difficulty and handling struggle Mm -hmm. and how we can do it well. And so if you want to follow along, we're going to be in 1 Peter chapter 1. Um, we're going to essentially read the text for you as well. But if you wanted to have your Bible open or, you know, your phone, if you can, like, minimize the screen and, like, open up, you know, version or whatever you have. Um, or just Google it. That's probably, that's probably that an easy too. way. So, yeah. So it's going to be First Peter chapter 1. I'm kind of going to be starting in verse 3. And so essentially – um, Peter kind of jumps right at this whole idea of like difficulty. So I want to read you verse three here. Uh, Peter says, all praise to God, the father of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is by his great mercy that we have been born again because God raised Christ Jesus from the dead. Now we live with great expectation and that we have a priceless inheritance. Mm. So Peter, he kind of, again, he kind of comes right at this and he uses this, he uses this phrase um, that we have been born again. Um, And so what that kind of indicates to us is that he's talking pretty uniquely to people that are followers of Jesus. Yeah. And and that's kind of where he, he, as you said, he leads off right there. He begins immediately with just giving praise to God because of what he's done for us and giving us that salvation in him. Yeah. And so I want to talk just for a second about what that means, because I think that whenever we're kind of forced to deal with 
um, circumstances in life that are a little bit different, like like right now where we're all kind of like locked up at home, it can force us to ask tough questions. Um, mm-hmm. There there are just times in life that that cause that that cause us to go a little bit deeper and uh, things that we can't really ignore. And one of them right now is like purpose and meaning and why. Um, what it, what's the point of everything right now? Yeah, we talked last time, we talked a little bit about our identity being in Christ. And that's kind of what Peter gets into here in, yeah. in these next couple of verses. He talks about remembering that our identity is in Christ. It's, it's not in what's going on around us. It's not in the sports we play, the schools we go to, the classes we take. Uh, even though we uh, identify with those things, that's not our actual identity. Yeah, right. And and so I kind of just want to tell you a little bit like what Peter means when he says that you've been born again. So when he says this here, he's talking about individuals that have essentially turned to Jesus mm-hmm. as their savior. They've they have understood first and foremost that there's something wrong in their lives that they have a problem again this is actually something we talk about in the youth ministry podcast where we do have a problem in life that needs resolved in that sin mm-hmm. that we're separated from god mm-hmm. and so peter's rejoicing is because hey even though i'm separated from god jesus stepped in and offered me freely salvation that's right salvation is it's a free gift from god you know, we, we are chosen by God. He, he's willing to give it to everyone. It's not exclusive. It's available to anyone. Um, it's a free gift, and, and it's by his blood that we're cleansed, his death on the cross, his crucifixion, that blood that he spilled for us. It's through understanding and recognizing that, you know, we are sinners and we need a Savior. Christ died for us. If we accept that gift of salvation, confess our sins to him, ask him to be our savior, that's all it is. There's nothing complicated about it. Yeah. In fact, Jesus would be pretty clear that said nobody can come unto the Father but through him. Mm -hmm. Um, There's nothing that we can do to earn salvation. And sometimes I think that this idea of being born again, which is like what Peter says here, or getting saved, if you will, tends to be a little bit um, extra spiritual, maybe even like this might sound crazy, but maybe even more spiritual than it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Jesus lived in like space, time, reality in history. He, he was a person that came here as God and willingly died mm-hmm. to forgive us. And so our faith is not just some like thing that is floating around and, and unknown, but um, Peter actually would later go on to say that we were with Jesus. We saw him. We heard his words. We mm-hmm. saw what he did. This is the this is the truth that he ascended into heaven and that he offers us salvation. Like he, they were there, mm-hmm. and so faith in Jesus and salvation is extremely practical. It is it is recognizing that I'm separated from God, and if I want to if I want to know God. If I want to have an, a personal relationship with him, that I can have that through Jesus, simply by turning away from my sin and accepting Jesus as my Savior and as the one that can forgive me for that. Right. And it's just that simple. It's As you said, there's it's we overcomplicate it sometimes, yeah. and we try to make it almost too religious. But it's just as simple as confessing to God that you need him in your life and asking him to please come into your heart and to... to help you to to live a life that that's free of sin yeah. we're never going to live completely free of sin we're not perfect 
But ultimately, we want to strive for that. And that's where that salvation really comes into play and really helps us in our lives with that. Yeah, and, and Peter goes on here in, in this passage in First Peter where that's his foundation. So that's like where he says this is, this is where everything starts, mm-hmm. is that we have this great expectation because of the mercy that Jesus offered us because of this salvation. And so when he begins to talk about troubles here, um, what he what he is saying is that really— um, your motivation, your joy, your hope isn't right now. Mm-hmm. Your hope is actually looking forward to a time where we will literally get to be with Jesus. Yeah, there's going to come a time when when we are going to be living with Jesus in eternity. And that's going to be great because if you read on in the scriptures, it tells you that that is a time when we're going to live in in a perfect world. We're going to live with perfect bodies. There is no sickness. There is no health issues. None of that. And that's the hope that we have in the midst of all of this is knowing that we have that eternal life that's coming to us. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, in the podcast that released this morning, which is part four of a a mini series on questions that worldview addresses, the question that's addressed is what's our end? What's what's the goal here? Where are we going? And we kind of have dug into a little bit more this idea of what happens if you die and you know Jesus and you've and you have accepted him and what happens if you die and you haven't kind of what does that look like so if you want to know more and again I hope you get involved with that podcast anyways but dig into the to that fourth part of the mini series that was released this morning um, and you can you can kind of find out more about that. And so that's that's like the foundation that Peter lays here. And so then he goes on and he even he hits even harder this idea of dealing with difficulty, dealing with um, problems. And again, that's kind of where we're at right now mm-hmm. is that we we it's the world is in confusion. The mm-hmm. world's a confusing place. Like I said before, you turn on the media. And it's like it's like fear mongering. Yeah, like it, it's, it's it doom really, and gloom everywhere. It really is. You would think that the nation's just like spiraling out of control, and that it's it's like uncontainable, and um, that it's not necessarily the case. But either way, we're still so we're still so caught up in all of this. We're severely impacted. I've mm-hmm. been impacted. You have for sure as well. Um, mm-hmm. And your families have, and even you have. I mean, you're not in school. You're not with your friends. Some of the stuff that was an identity to you is kind of been stripped away. Yeah, it makes it a very challenging for us to uh, kind of keep focus of you almost almost forget what life was like. You know, we we sit in our homes and we think about oh I I wish I could be doing this or I wish I could be doing that and the day will come when we'll be able to again, but in the meantime, how do we keep ourselves right? How do we keep our minds right? Yeah. How do we keep <clears throat> ourselves focused on him and that's some of the things we're going to talk about here a little bit as we go on yeah Yeah. so i just want to i want to keep reading in first peter here so in first peter chapter six and this is where we're going to land for for really for the rest of the time peter says so be truly glad there is wonderful joy ahead even though you must endure many trials for a little while so that sounds completely backwards to me Mm -hmm. like you read that it's like consider it joy uh, because there's there's going to be trials in front of you. Like, what in the world would he say that for? Yeah, and it's especially kind of relevant to today because we sit here and we go, you know, we are enduring kind of a trial more or less because we, we can't just go out and live life normally, so to speak. So what Peter's actually talking about here is is if you if you look at that verse again, you know, he says, for a little while, 
Yeah. He, he understands that, first of all, it's not forever. It's temporary. And what we have to remember is that even though it may seem like a long time to us and in terms of God, who is eternal, it's, it's a mere drop in the bucket. So for a little while, we're going to suffer through this, and that's okay because we're going to come out better in the end. And ultimately, what he's talking about is, again, remembering that all of us that have a trust in him, that have that salvation in God, you know, we have that hope of eternal life. Yeah. You know, and a few minutes ago, a few minutes ago I just spoke about how that eternal life, it's about a perfect body and a perfect world living face-to-face with Jesus, being reunited with our loved ones that have gone on before us. And that's the hope we have. You know, that's that's the joy. The joy is knowing that this is temporary and it's going to be so much better later on. Yeah. And so the text like keeps going on and this is what Peter says. And when I read this, particularly in the context of what's going on with us all being socially separated, some of us socially isolated, like with the coronavirus, this is what he said. These trials will show that your faith is genuine. Mm. It's a huge deal. Yeah. Um, and, and I had never I had never really understood it before till I really like started digging into this test here. These trials will show that your faith is genuine. I think that there are two ways that this practically plays out um, that's a blessing to us. The first one, if you have genuine faith, whatever faith that you have that is genuine, that is deep, if any, will be there through the trial. Mm-hmm. And so what happens is the trial will magnify that faith that you have. Yeah. Um, so that's that's step number one. But two... Whatever faith you either don't have or faith that you think you have that is actually fabricated in some way or not genuine in some way, that is going to be ripped away from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these trials actually help us to grow in our faith. So you know, as you said, whatever faith you do have or whatever faith you don't have, God's going to use these trials as an opportunity to grow in that. Yeah. You know, one of the, the one of the words that comes to mind frequently as you read through First Peter is the word persevere. Hmm. Yeah. You know, and and if you look at the actual definition of that word, it, it basically is saying to push through a difficult situation or challenge, knowing that there's little success that's going to come of it, right. and we know that there is success that's coming, and that is our our life eternal in Him. Yeah. So that's why we can have hope. But persevere, we need to push on because that hope of the eternal life is what gives us the strength to persevere. Yeah. And and it's going to, again, it's just going to help us grow in our spiritual lives. And, and we're going to ultimately come out with joy because of it. Yeah. And so the image that Peter uses immediately following is that the way that um, these trials, like what we're going through right now, this difficulty, the way that this impacts us is similar to the way that heat impacts um, gold ore. Mm-hmm. And so when you mine gold out of the earth, if you've ever watched any of those like those gold shows, they're extremely fascinating. Mm-hmm. But if you mine gold out of the earth, usually it's mixed in with dirt and grime and nasty stuff, especially back back in this time where you basically would pick it out and you'd have big chunks of earth mm-hmm. um, mixed in with this gold. And so Peter says that the process of refining this gold is similar to how trials will impact our faith. So if you think of your faith as as the gold and all of the stuff in your life that's useless 
that's not profiting you, this fake faith or this, this apathy or these things that are hindering you from being who God wants you to be. That's all the crud that's mixed in with it. And so when fire tests and purifies gold, you put the gold in the fire and all of it is melted down into mm-hmm. an absurdly hot, basically soup. Um, and, and that it's ripped apart. And it's only that intense heat that has the ability to separate the gold from all the sludge. And then you can skim the sludge off. And then at the end of it, you just have that gold that's mm-hmm. left over. Yeah, you have purity, um, which is, again, what we're striving for in this life. We're never going to be perfect. But God wants us to work towards uh, his, his purity in us. Yeah. And that's exactly what this verse is talking about. Um, we just we gotta we gotta look at these these difficulties and these challenges in life as ways to grow in our faith, as I said yeah. a minute ago, and we do that by completely surrendering to Him. If you look ahead into verses eight and nine, though you have not seen Him, you love Him, and even though you do not see Him now, you believe in Him, and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy, yeah. for you are receiving the end result of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Yeah. Um, I mean, he, he says it very well here. What he's talking about is the fact that even when we're in the midst of our difficulties and our trials, when we feel like, you know, this is the last time I want to just surrender everything to God, you know, this is exactly when we need to. And it seems strange to kind of say that, but it's the best time for us to do that because when we do surrender to God during these difficulties, that's when he is going to work his best. Yeah. You know, God thrives on that. He, he, he tells us all over and over and over to, to take my yoke because mine is light. Mine is easy. He wants to share in your burdens. He wants to share in your difficulties because that's when he can really help us to trust in him. And it's when we start to trust in him that he can use these trials as the purification process in our lives. Yeah. And it's important to know that it's not that God is necessarily sent. He's not all the time he's not like sent coronavirus no to to hurt people to somehow judge people you see a lot of that stuff it's it's just a garbage floating yeah. around on social media um there's it's not it's not that rather um i there's a there's a guy named matt chandler and i've mentioned him before um in in i believe last week's youth ministry live or during youth group at some point in time but matt chandler uh is a pastor down in texas and a really wonderful guy and and he says that God is a surgeon strategically removing from you things that would destroy you Mm -hmm. ultimately. He's not driving an ambulance. He's not driving to the rescue all the time. That's not what he does. And this, like what Peter says, kind of pulls that out really well, Mm -hmm. that it's not about God necessarily coming in for the rescue. Rather, it's that right now, because of what's going on in your life, because of, of everything, you have a chance to know God in a completely new and unparalleled way. And so why don't we take just a couple of minutes here as we wrap up to talk about, practically speaking, like what can we do to get closer to God? Um, how, can we, how can we go about this? Yeah, that, that's great that you bring that up because I think one of the biggest issues facing uh, young people right now is boredom. Yeah. Um, you know, there, there's only so much Call of Duty you can play. There's yes. only, only so many hours of online classes you can do before you want to rip your hair out. 
and boredom is is easy to set in. And what we don't want to have happen is it's easy in times of boredom to to slip. It's easy to be tempted uh, into sinful things. And so we have to figure out how can we protect ourselves from that? How can we avoid that? If you jump ahead into chapter 2, Peter actually um, addresses those things. The first thing he talks about in the first eight verses is how to avoid, you know, avoiding sinful behaviors that affect others. Um, and instead of, instead of doing things that are going to tear people down, instead look for ways um, to, to feed one another. You know, he, he kind of talks about the stumbling stone, you know, be a, be a stone for building rather than a stone for stumbling. Mm. You know, I think about it this way. We, walking on the trails in my woods, there's a lot of times we'll be walking along and there's a rock sticking out somewhere and we'll, we'll kind of trip over it a couple of times. And then eventually I'll pull it up out of the ground and put it in a pile because then I go out with my tractor and I pick up these piles of yep. stones and I build a sidewalk with them. You know, so rather than tripping over the stones, let's use them for something useful. Let's use them for building. And that's what we need to be. We need to be stones to one another that are for building each other up rather than stumbling over each other. So one of the things we can do to help ourselves during this time is to reach out to each other, find out what each other's struggling with, or talk to them about what, what are they, what's the biggest challenge they're facing right now with being stuck at home. You know, look for ways to just build each other up. Yeah. And I want to jump on that real quick too, John, because one of the kind of um, lies that could be believed right now is that, oh, well, I'm just a, I'm just a teenager. I'm only, you know, 12, 13, 14. You have the ability to impact people in ways you can't Absolutely. even imagine or understand. I think that sometimes the greatest truth, um, especially like for parents, comes from when you hear your kids say something that um, – uh, points out something maybe that you didn't want to hear or yeah. you didn't want to address. And so God can use you in your family, with your siblings, um, with your parents, with whoever you have the chance to interact with, even if it's on social media, quite frankly, even if it's through games, mm -hmm. whatever it is, um, God can use you. You know, Peter's Peter's not just talking to to, you know, just to adults or just to like whoever. He's talking to everybody that's a follower of Jesus. Yeah. That that they can be used. I know that's one of the lies that we tend to slip into easily is our insignificance, thinking that we're insignificant, that we don't have the ability to influence people. But I'll tell you what, when you're going through a hard time, um literally a text message can just make or break a moment. Yeah, a text message, a, a quick video chat, those things can make a huge impact. You know, you think about it, there are some people that are literally in solitary confinement. You know, they live by themselves and yeah, they still have the ability to make phone calls and, and things like that. But just reach out to them once in a while. I mean, that, that can have a huge impact. Yeah, and so that's, I mean, what we would challenge you is, you know, reach... Um, reach out to somebody, you know, yeah. try to engage with some friends, um, you know, have conversations with your parents, try to get together and just talk, mm -hmm. try to be there for people right now. Try to even don't slip into this idea that you, you're insignificant or you don't have any value to offer because you do. I promise you, you send one text message to like an adult that you know, and just say, Hey, you know, how are you? I was just thinking about you. And maybe if you, if you, genuinely pray for them and then tell them, hey, I just want you to know I prayed for you, um, that you will be blown away at the impact that that will have, truly. Yeah, I'm going to tell you all right now that praying for someone else during your own struggles is one of the best ways to really keep yourself focused on God. Um, 
and, and that kind of leads into the next thing I want to talk about is during this time of boredom, one of the best ways that we can maintain our, our focus on God and, and avoid ourselves from slipping into the temptation of sin is build on that relationship with him. Yeah. You have more than enough time and more than enough resources. Um, you know, you're, you're part of BRAC, Right Now Media. They yeah, have right. so much great content on there that you can watch. Um, there's so many resources available online. There's there's the podcast. Oh my goodness! Out. There's the podcast that yep. we have going out. There's uh, check out our our. I know Facebook is for old people, but check out our church Facebook page. There's lots of resources right. there as well. If you're not tuning in on Sunday mornings for the services, shame on you. Yeah. Hey, there's get those, on board the services now. I mean, it's streamed on YouTube. It's live, on YouTube live. So we'll be getting that out yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. So there's so many ways that you can still make time. You got to be intentional about it too. You got to be intentional. Set time aside every day to focus on your relationship with God. And it doesn't have to be the same thing every day. You know, maybe one day it's reading some scriptures or another day it's a devotional. Set some time aside a couple times a week to specifically pray for people and reach out to them. You know, one of the things that's helped me the most through all of this is I reached out to a lot of the men um, in, in the church. You know, we have the, the Joshua's men group and I reached out to a lot of those guys and a few others. And I said, Hey, send me your prayer request. How can I pray for you guys right now? Because I found that when I spend time praying and focusing on what others are struggling with, the less I worry about my own issues, it helps me avoid negativity and it keeps me focused on God, yeah. you know? So really reach out to each other and, and find out how can I pray for you? What are you guys reading right now? Share the scriptures that you're reading. Share your devotionals back and forth. Take advantage of these podcasts. Yeah. yeah. And so that's, that's um, as we kind of wrap up here, that's something I really want to emphasize as well, that these the Youth Ministry podcast is released, again, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. It comes out at 9 a.m. And so we're putting a, a ton of resources and emphasis into making this practical for you, into helping you kind of regularly think and engage your mind. So I would encourage you to to get onto Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, Beartown Road Youth Ministry Podcast is the name of it. Our Facebook has all the information plastered there. I've sent you text messages about it so that you can find it. And so really try to engage with that because that's going to be one of the best resources that you have. It's only just a few minutes. Um, actually, you might be listening right now on the podcast because we're going to we're gonna use this youth ministry live as our podcast for uh, this upcoming Friday morning. And so, um, you know, get involved in that. I really want to encourage you to do that. And then um, all of my information, so Isaac at BearTownRoad.org is my email address. I want to hear from you. I want to know what you're thinking. I want to know what you need, um, what you're processing through, what you would like addressed in our podcast, what you would like us to talk about for Youth Ministry Live, how we can help you, what challenges you're going through, what challenges your family are going through. We want to be here as a youth leadership team for you. Um, We're getting together as a youth leadership team to figure out what do we need to do to um, to be there for you. How can we connect with you? And so let us know, and we will. We're gonna we're gonna be doing a lot in the upcoming few weeks here to try to to try to engage with you more and to give you more and more resources. Yeah. So, so please, uh, as you said, leave us feedback, comment on on the podcast and on the on on the live videos, and let us know what do you want to hear about. Let us know your prayer requests. We'd love to pray for you guys. 
it would it would mean the world if you guys would send us some of your prayer requests for your struggles. I have a list that I keep, and I want to be able to pray for you guys. So reach out to us and let us know. Yeah, absolutely. So recapping real quick, um, the first thing that Peter talks about is salvation. That's our ultimate hope. That's what mm-hmm. we're aiming towards. That's what really what the entire purpose of our life is designed, that we're going to be with Jesus forever if we simply accept him, if we're followers of him. And that in this life, when we go through difficult times, that rips the the crud out of our lives and leaves us with just that purified form of faith. And that's the way that we become more like Jesus. And so right now, um, you know, you're you can influence a lot of people. So reach out to people. Let us know how we can help you. And, um, you know, tune into the podcast and, and just stay connected. Stay tuned in. Um, any final thoughts, John? No, just, uh, again, spend time. Make it intentional. Spend time every day doing something to connect yourself with God and do something intentional every day to connect yourself with others. Yeah. Because that's what we need right now. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, hey, thank you so much for tuning into Youth Ministry Live. It's been a blast to be with you. We're praying for you regularly. Uh, let us know what type of help you might need. Let us know how, how, we can, how we can be here for you. And we'll see you next week. Thanks so much. Well, it has been a privilege to be with you again for this episode of the Youth Ministry Podcast. Um, This is Pastor Isaac, and we look forward to being with you together again soon.